You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Thrilling Thursday with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Cheryl Stars. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivated. Welcome to another new exciting episode of Morning Coffee Radio. Featuring yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Cheryl Star and DJ Nelson, the maestro. So motivators, today is Thrilling Thursday. That's right, it's Thrilling Thursday. So you know what that means. You got to get your thrill on Blueberry Hill. <laughs> Let's show you start, though. Yes, you know indeed. Do your thing. <laughs> hey, in this show, we can't get it started without without the funny bone lady herself. That's right. She's the incomparable show. Star. Twinkle, twinkle. It's Cheryl Star. What up, Star? Good morning, Jazzy G. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Yes, it is thrilling Thursday, and I'm back getting my thrills, you girls, guys, and girls. <laughs> Why you say so? I found my Why thrill. You said girls, guys, girls, so hesitant. Because <laughs> I don't know if I want to give the ladies my business, because women talk too much. <laughs> you know, I'm a guy's girl. <laughs> Mostly my close friend are guys. Because <laughs> they can keep a secret. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of dudes out there. Sorry, ladies. I only love a few of you. <laughs> hey, a lot of dudes out there, but I don't know how to shut up either. <laughs> Not my male friends, because I got so much dirt on them. <laughs> you know, when you're when you're a comedian and you're an author. People better be careful what they reveal in front of me. Because <laughs> I put the stuff in my book. Well, you be in the book and you be on stage. And you, be you become content. Burn. They be sitting in the audience and hear a joke. And then, they, then the next thing you know, they stop laughing. Like, is this girl talking about what just happened with me last week? <laughs> <laughs> Over there, significant. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't mean me. You don't mean me. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about my other friend, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, but so motivated, we couldn't get this party started without this man right here. He's a smooth operator. That's right. He's the percolator. He make everything roll together. You know what I'm saying? Hey, he is the one that, you know, make it all run smooth and everything like that. He is the one, the only DJ Nelson, the maestro. Whoa, 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 whoa. What up, Nelson? What up, Jesse G? Good morning, Nelson. Nelson is my mashup king for sure. What up, You've been doing your thing all week. Ever since my birthday, Nelson been like, yeah. oh, God, I can't keep Miss Willie May quiet. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> the music. That's what's <laughs> so good. Yo, he's doing this thing. He's even started off Monday. He was just like powerhousing it, boy. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like. That's what I like. Playing good music. That's what I'm saying. You the man now. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. It's all good. Yo. Yo, but stop. Yes. 
Yeah, let's get right down to it. Let's get right down to it. We're gonna get into some housekeeping because there's been a whole lot of stuff going on, whole lot of things going on. So we gotta we gotta get down right down to the nitty gritty this morning. There's some right. holes in this house. There's some holes. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Y'all seen Players Yo. Club? Hey, that's my movie though, man. Players Club. Yeah, so yeah. Players Club is a hey. classic. It's a classic. My Players favorite Club part, is a classic. My favorite part is with Jamie Foxx and Bernie Mac. Mac. That made the, the movie. Office. Yo. You better raise up. He said, hey, raise up. <laughs> Don't let me get up. He said, hey. No, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, hey. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. He's, he's for horses. He's for horses. Oh, yeah, for horses. <laughs> he said. He said blue, blue. <laughs> he said. Don't up. make me get don't up, blue. Trouble. No, it's it's gonna be trouble. 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 Uh, yo, I love that, yo. <laughs> oh man, that movie's a classic. <laughs> that movie, Bernie Mac, man. He Bernie Mac was a something special. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he he definitely it's was. It's him, man. Definitely, definitely man. was. You know, we lost a lot of the greats when they were in their prom. Like, um, what's the guy named that did the Bebe's kids? He was so funny. Same thing. That's 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 um, that's Robin 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 Harris, Harris right? From Chicago too. Oh, he's from Chicago. In neighborhoods, Bernie Mac. Wow, yeah. isn't that yeah. ironic? Yeah. Wow, because yeah. he was he was in his he was in his prom, and you know we lost him, but. You know, it's you know I, I, what I love about what they say about comedy is if you could remember somebody's joke. I mean, how many times? Even though a movie, you're gonna remember more often. Mm-hmm. But Bernie Mac in general, his stand-up was impeccable. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> Bernie Mac was just one of a kind. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Dude, I miss Bernie Mac. It took me a while to even watch this show after he passed away, man. Yeah, watch it for a bit. Now I watch it, I be on the floor still. You know what I'm saying? It's my, it's my thing because it comes on like TV One or something like that. But yo, let's let's get into some housekeeping stuff. Let's get into let's do it. You, right? you ready? Yeah, let's do it. It's time to get to some housekeeping. Okay, star, what you got for housekeeping today? Well, there's a lot of stuff. You know, speaking of comedy, I want to talk about Michael Blackston real quick because Michael Blackston he did a stand up recently. And um, they did a. They basically pulled a practical joke on him. I don't know if you've seen it, Jazzy G, but it went oh. viral. He was talking about, you know, everybody's responding to Cat Williams in their own way. From right. you know, from Cat Williams saying that he was telling uh, Michael Blackston that he needs to do more in his country if he's from Africa and this and this and that. So Michael Blackston was like. Cat Williams talking about he told me to build a school in Africa. <laughs> you the one who read three thousand books. You build the school. You read to the kids. <laughs> and you know, he, he was commenting on what he said about earthquake. And so somebody said he's here. Cause it was a guy in the audience, Jazzy G, that favored Cat Williams, but he had a hat on. So he was like, he's here. So he was like, he ain't here. He here. Then then the guy got up and he was coming. He was like, Oh, what's going on? Cat, come on up to the stage. But his voice changed. And people in the comments was like, yo, Michael Blaston just changed his voice when he thought the guy, the guy walked all the way up to the stage. He goes, you ain't no Cat Williams. You Cat Williams' baby. You know, he started joking on the guy, but he thought that guy was Cat Williams because from the demeanor, you know how Cat Williams is small. Yeah. So from yeah. the demeanor of the guy, 
he kind of you know because if you're in a dark place you might think somebody is somebody till they get up close on you yeah you know so that was hilarious because they was like yo cat williams got got all of these comedians shook because he knows that cat williams told some of the truth about him or whatever you know because that would have yeah. been a confrontation in a good way you know not in yeah, a beef yeah. way but like cat williams would have been there to be like yeah i did tell you that you know, because he kind of was talking mad mess. You know, imagine somebody talk mess and then you in the audience. <laughs> like, that ain't going to go right if you lying. I know. I know. That's too funny. I know. I know. That, that's that was a funny post. I thought that was hilarious. You know, so, you know, I, I even, you know, sometimes I just read the comments, but I engaged in that one. <laughs> I, I had to put, I had to put something in the comments because I was like enjoying that. But, I, you know, that was a cool post. And, you know, uh, Mike Epps also did a, uh, a stand-up show and he you know yeah. he kind of made those hilarious. jokes it's yeah hilarious I, right. I, I love michael when he was going in it was hilarious I, I gotta give it to him right he was recently in foxwood and um harlem honors had to had a bus trip and they went up there and met him took pictures because he he had a meet and greet i love when they do meet and greets because you get to kick it with them you right. know so a lot of people are starting to do that now you know starting to do more of that like that's how i met some more i well i met monique when she was in the hotel but she still had a meet and greet that we was able to go up on stage and, and bug out with her but we saw her the night before in a hotel lobby but she had a meet and greet eddie griffin had a meet and greet so um bunny and all of the harlem honors crew they went down they did a bus trip and they met him and um you know she was talking about oh you know i want to see because remember last holomonas they had capone oh yeah right so she was yeah. saying right, right, she, right. Was, she was saying she was talking to mike epps to try you know to be the comedian for the next holomonas so i said that would be dope yeah you know because we in there like swimwear <laughs> <laughs> i would love to have a conversation with mike epps because mike epps seemed and even from the way you know the, they was taking pictures with him seemed like he down the earth kind of guy you know i love those type of people that's why i like monique because even though people say oh monique is controversial she was she was real i yeah. felt more connected with monique than what i met some more some more was a little bit hollywood a little uh, bit just a little uh, uh. yeah yeah i was kind of surprised because you know i love some more too i follow her but when i met her you know we was talking and everything she was a little because you know i tell everybody that if i meet them i say you know i'm i'm getting into comedy and the advice and blah 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 it was just like she was kind of more like move on like i'll keep you know i'll hang smile with you but it wasn't yeah. really no no real interaction you know right. and i would love to have an interaction with her right yeah you know? I, I haven't I I didn't meet her, but at Def Comedy Jam, when I went to Def Comedy Jam, she that was the she was one of the performances that like Def Comedy Jam is kind of weird when you explain it because it's that whole night you're there and right. an array of comedians, right? And, and how you see it on TV, it's different shows, that, right. right? It's different because they it's almost like Showtime at the Apollo where they, you change right. stuff like that. So each show you change seats. Right. And because I, I remember I started out, I was like on the side at one of the shows and I was on toward the back at another show. So yeah, you never saw me on TV. Right, because they want to make it look different. <laughs> yeah, it was people that, you know what I'm saying? Like, matter of fact, the night I was there, the one that Sam, that used to be a, a video music box, mm -hmm. Sam, it was hit, he was one of, he was one of the comedians that night too. Sam, some more, 
Um, okay. Think who else was there that night? That's that's famous now. I can't remember though. But it was it was kind of cool though. It was it was it was kind of different than what I thought it was. But right. Good. But just the experience Def Comedy Jam was was just right up to me. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's just good to be amongst all the comedians, you know, like you said, even though everything is routine when it's television, like, you know, Apollo, Soul Train, all of that was like, you know, they have to have a certain way to do it when viewers are watching. She was, she performed that night. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, oh, that was a good lineup. Oh, and, and the, uh, uh, Rolando Ray. Mm-hmm. It was Rolando Ray. Right. That night. He was funny, too. I remember him. He was funny. Yeah. Isn't yeah. he the one that I, said jawbone in um? And wasn't he the one in house party? Yeah, <laughs> that we used to call a jawbone. <laughs> yeah, oh man, real down to earth. He was really right, down. right. Yeah, definitely. yeah. So I was telling Bunny, I was like, oh, I hope you carry. I hope you get him. But you know, she said, you know, that was one of the things that they were. You know, they want to get a comedian for every show. That, so hopefully, work. they that that would be nice if they get Mike Epps. That'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be dope. I like Epps. He's funny to me. Yeah, he's funny. He's definitely Respect. funny. I, I've, I've heard people that say, oh, he's that funny to me. Well, well he, remember, Alfred said he looking right. for Mike Epps to get his money back. So, <laughs> yeah, so Alfred, you know, maybe he'll maybe he'll give you a free. Maybe you'll get to see him and he got a new a new show. Because yeah. that's true. Some comedians, you be disappointed. And, and they do have bad nights. Some of them. Yeah. Some of them sometimes exactly. just bomb, you know. Yeah. And you might catch them Say if you saw them For the first time And they bomb Then you're gonna have An impression of them But yeah. if you've seen them A couple of times And you've seen that Cause I saw uh, Mike Epps One time At the Nokia Theater And he was funny that day And I saw um, Chris Tucker twice The first yeah. time I was cracking up The second time I was like Oh I heard some of these jokes It wasn't oh, as right. funny Because yeah. I heard Some of the jokes already Right you know and then also the crowd like do you so sometimes even when you go to a comedy show even when you go when when i'm in the audience of of uh, a comedy show sometimes the crowd is laughing all night long so you know oh you're gonna go up there and get laughs because people are ready to have fun right. they laughing and they you know they enjoying themselves but then you got that hard crowd sometimes yeah. <laughs> that they came out the house because they wanted to get rid of get get away from the kids <laughs> like and they got a attitude or something then oh, you gotta uh, really make them laugh and they looking at you like hurry up and tell a joke please yeah you can't go on, <laughs> like to me with certain comedians you can't go on too early or too late right right you gotta get that what is called a sweet spot I guess right and, right uh, you gotta get them get them warmed up yeah cause if you don't go <laughs> early or too late right and you have cause, I, cause I've been to plenty of comedy comedy shows and stuff like that and you know some of the times, the ones that bombed, you know what I'm saying? And right. Late that did they real late. Now we all kind of tired. People's like really, really drunk, and they ain't past drunk because the earth, the tipsy, I guess is where you want them. Yeah, you want them a want little them. bit, yeah, because right. that makes them a little loose and more. Right. But, but you can you also know. get hecklers from being tipsy. Yeah. You know that <laughs> you, you're taking you a gamble. <laughs> they, they drunk, you probably get the 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 the, the uh, hecklers more. Because they, they always want to say something to drunk Right, yeah, they I, can't keep I quiet Say something, right But the tipsy people seem like they'd be more on the floor You know, die laughing at what you're saying and stuff. Right so I, re- I, I, re- I was at a show where I was just uh, Supposed to do five or ten minutes Like five to seven minutes And um, 
the headliner because I was going right before the headliner. Right. And the headliner did not show up. So Double D, Double D is the was the host of this show. He's a he's a funny guy. He goes, Star, you gonna be the headliner. So then they paid me because I was on that ticket for free. Right. So then he was like, We gonna give you what we it was another female. So I'm getting better at getting on the audience because it was a few people in the front that heard of the girl and they was like and and you know, cause I'm I'm dark skinned and she was I guess a light skin. So they was like, What happened? <laughs> you ain't such and such and I said, I'm not complaining about how you look. I said, You ain't the person I wanna be in front of. You ain't that nice look, you know. <laughs> and the audience was rolling. So um Double D was like, Yo, star you you just thought bro I said you know because I'm learning how to be improv you know you got to improvise because sometimes you're going to have fun with the audience but sometimes people going to take shots at you you know what I mean and he was like you know you know a guy that probably like the uh, he he wasn't too fun with chocolates. I said I can tell you like vanilla ice cream. He said I ain't say nothing about vanilla. You trying to make this a racist thing? <laughs> and I told him I said I got on my glasses, so I see everything. You got a hole in your pants. I was just cutting them up, <laughs> you know. And then after a while, he was like, "All right, all right, all right." I was just joking. Like he he was getting mad because yeah. I was like, "Don't stand up, guys," because he got it hard on. <laughs> I was like, "Don't stand up." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so, oh yeah, I was. I went deep on him. I went deep on him because I, it was contagious. Like it was just, and it's yeah. funny because it just sometimes it comes to me, like it wasn't not planned or nothing. And yeah. and that's why I was telling Double D. I was like, oh wow, I was just going in on him and I couldn't stop. You know. <laughs> 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 but it was fun though. It was fun. So he was like, "Yo, star, you was get, you was getting a little too." <laughs> that's cool though, man. That's that's how you. Do. But I think you gotta, you know, from the improv classes and the acting classes. I think I'm getting better at thinking on my feet. You yeah, know what I mean? Because you know, people will come at you. You know. Oh yeah. Even back in the day, MCs used to get it back in the day. Matter of fact, it, it used to be a lot of hecklers. And I, I remember that uh Grandmaster Cass had a ride for hecklers. It was strictly for a heckler. Oh wow. Yep. And and it was one <laughs> guy that heckled him and he went in with this rhyme. Oh my god, he lit the dude up. You I got you have to have something up. for them. Yeah. So and that's you had to be like that. So it, it's it's like that even with MCs, you know what I'm saying? Right. They they had to actually because there were so many hecklers and stuff like that back in the day, you know. Sometimes I've been to some comedy shows because I like going Deb and I used to love to go to comedy spots. It didn't have to be with real famous comedians. Right, absolutely. We love going to comedy shows. Comedy shows, right. Same thing like when you know when they used to have the Uptown Comedy Club. So right, before, right, yeah, before uh, Flex and all them and 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 yeah, and it started getting popular. Right. Yeah, before all they got before all them got famous, they always like the Uptown Comedy Club and that on those Sundays, man, that used to be fun like crazy. Right, right, <laughs> guys, it wasn't on uh, anything, man. And people like Tracy Morgan used to be hilarious. He used to have right. the the had the 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 the, uh, the 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 bandana from his. From his back pocket And he had the cigarette <laughs> Right, right Yeah, that was a funny skit He used to open his shirt Remember when he, he was fat? Brooklyn jokes But he was <laughs> crazy Because he had always reminded me Of my brother Because my brother used to act like that You know what I'm saying? So me and Deb used to call him Earl 
because he used to act like him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Remember his name? His name was Tracy Morgan, so we used to call him Earl. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Because he's act just like my brother. Because you know, it's always somebody that's like a relative that you know that right that that, that, that could relate. Yeah, and that's what I, that I'm saying. Yeah, and so like we saw Monique when she first started out and everything, and she was a chubby girl. She wasn't even fat back. Right. She was chubby. That's all mm-hmm. she was. You know what I'm saying? She's a cute chubby girl, but she was funny as hell. Right, right. And so and, and, and people was comparing her to um, Thea. Um, remember, because Thea had a, 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 a oh yeah, Thea, yeah. Right, she had a show on ABC. So people used to kind of compare to Thea at the time. Okay, yeah, on Thea and all that type of stuff back back then. You know what I'm saying? Right. All these shows, man. You go have a good time. And just enjoy yourself and people, you know what I'm saying? Just just have fun. That's that's what going out is all about to me. Yeah, that's what I I love crowds that interact. You know, even when they joke on you, like, you know, yeah. it's all fun. Cause I'm I'm good. I'm oh, I'm yeah. good with somebody but- joking on me because I I have thick skin. You know what I mean? And I even when I tell jokes on myself. You know, I don't, I, you know, I'm not really like, oh my God, they said something. <laughs> you know what Yo, I'm saying? You know you what's know? funny? Deb and I, we used to get to comedy clubs, right? No matter where it was, Carolines or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We were always fine where we going to sit. Okay, where are we going to sit when the comedians <laughs> can't find us? Because <laughs> <laughs> Deb ain't have things get I snap back. So, right. that about me. I snap back in a, in a heartbeat. You know right. So I, I don't I don't care. But <laughs> okay, where we gonna sit? Where we gonna sit? We gonna sit. Okay. Let's I it. noticed that people used to do that because when you see that's why I got on that guy because he was right in the front. Right in the and front. And that's why I was telling him because on the flyer it had the other female. So yeah. he you know, he was one of those guys that had the flyer. He was like, This this ain't you ain't the girl on the flyer. I said, How about you change your seat? Because I don't wanna look at you either. And they they was rolling. I said, yeah. sit in the back and look at the flyer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's but you, you know, a lot of times though, comedians usually get on the audience because when you can get other people to laugh, because people notice people always laugh. They actually seem like they laugh more when you snap on the audience. Oh, the audience, I know. Because people, as long as you ain't getting on them, they they rolling at what yeah. you saying. I noticed that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all fun. It's all some people can't take it. Yeah. It's all it's all fun. You know? I mean, long as you don't insult nobody's wife while you with them, because you know you can't say hey, shut up. You know, like you know who does that? D. Ray Davis. He is funny to say, yo, yeah, I, I'll take your girl. Can we share tonight? Like he's funny, <laughs> but some guys don't like all of that type of talk. He yeah. said he talks about people, women, a lot. And he told this lady one time, he was like, "You ain't that attractive." Uh, I mean, he probably with you because you suck a mean one. Like, but he was telling this girl like he cut her up, yeah. and the guy was looking embarrassed. So it must have not been his wife, you know. But you could tell she probably was mad at him. But he like, this is a comedy show. What I'ma do? Like, you ain't it, it, that ain't just cause to get up and try to do anything. This ain't yeah. Will Smith and Jada. <laughs> <laughs> So you better, like you said, you better don't have one nothing that can identify you. Because remember, Martin got that girl with the yellow one. She yeah, she set herself up. We had a comedy show too. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you can't wear nothing that's gonna put. You can't go there with no gold yeah. belt. Yeah. <laughs> no gold yeah. hair. No, because they, you know, anything is content. 
Yeah, I think I was at that show. I think that was the show. With the Big Bird awesome. show? With the, with the yellow, yeah. Yes, that was the that was hilarious. Girl with the yellow on. The yes, the Martin called up there. was like, yeah. Big Bird out of business. They, we, I think we just changed seats. Like we just changed where and we And she wound up in the front. And now she was right where, like, in the middle. Like right, that. right. Uh-huh. Because before... I think she was further in the back or something like that because it has a it has an upstairs too in, in there. So I think that's where she was in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? At the other other portion right. of the show, and then when we changed where we were, we were, she ended up being right there. You know what I'm saying? And that's the and he spotted her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay, I was at that. That was at that too. That was one. Yeah, you just. I just like you said. It just comedy is just for fun. Like, come out, have a laugh. You know, make a couple of jokes on the comedians. Like, that's a good night for me. You know, yeah. I'd rather people interact with me than not. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all good though. I I, I love comedy. I'm. You know what I'm saying? I I host this. Like I said, I brought co- comedians on stage. You know what I'm saying? Where I gave them. Get them they shot. Chris Rock was one of them, so I'm proud of that. Right. <laughs> you know right. I always hold on to that. You know what I'm saying? Chris Rock, Charlie Barnett, you know what I'm saying? So I'm one of the first people that brought Charlie Barnett out. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know what I'm saying? CP Lacey, he could tell you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm proud of some of the comedians I gave I gave shots to. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Because I host a lot of shows. And, and again, I snap for days. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't right. a comedian, but I, I snap. So when I'm on that stage, I'm going to snap. That's just how I was going to I thought, always thought Biz Marquis should have dabbled in comedy because he was hilarious. He was yeah, funny. I, me too. You know? you know and Biz hosted shows with me before. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, Biz was with me with, at, at the Roxy's one night. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. And and I had brought Biz up there, and then he I brought him up to do the beatbox, and then he was messing up, and he was all, "I'm her, I'm her, y'all, I'm her." But then, <laughs> like, uh, I like that Biz. No, no, stop here. Come on, let's let's run. You know what I'm saying? And then somebody says, then he started snapping on people, and it was crazy. And I always remember one of the snaps that Biz had. You know the mother jokes. Right. I always remember this when I had wanted to bite it. I never said it, you know what I'm saying, as my thing, but Biz and and when they were snapping back and forth, your mother's this, your mother's yeah, that. Yeah, right, Biz, right. Your mother's so fat, when she paid hopscotch, she she go, Manhattan, the Bronx, <laughs> right. Long Island, Long Island, Staten Island. <laughs> so like the, the hopscotch, he was jumping around like how you do the hopscotch jump. Right. <laughs> but he was doing about by, by borough the borough. Queens and then he flipped around. Yeah, that's that's went, Long yeah. Island. Long that's Island, Long Island. Like- that's Suffolk County, Nassau County. It was hilarious. <laughs> People could not stop laughing at homeboy. They could not stop Biz Adam with that one. Like he lit into him with that one. Yeah, he was I always that though. But Biz is a funny dude though. He yeah. could, I mean it easily. Yeah. He, you know well, I want to switch gears, Jazzy G, and stay because um, I wanted to talk about the Nicki Minaj. Uh, it's a beef with Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion. So Megan released the diss track called Hits, yeah. H-I-S-S. H-I-S-S. And she, in the video, is actually dope. Yeah. And she's get, she's giving some bars. You know, Megan Thee Stallion is pretty decent. She's not a cornball rapper. Right. You know, she got she got some bars. Right. And then Nikki dropped last week. Nikki dropped uh, her song is Bigfoot. Right. But what people were saying is that Nikki went below the belt because Nikki was talking about the shooting with Trace, with uh, Tory Lanez, and she mentioned and her, her mother. Father. 
Yeah. yeah. And so people were saying that if <laughs> Nikki would stop getting so personal, she still could be, you know, because Nikki is one of the top female rappers. We can't yeah. deny that. Yeah. But her bars have been increased, you know, because remember, she fell off a little bit when Cardi B and Nick and um, Remy, you know, Remy and, um, you know, went at her and she didn't win that battle with Remy. I, yeah, yeah, the ether, the ether. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the two things that happened to her, one was Sheeta. Okay. She yeah. The other thing, you know, she's married to a guy that's a registered sex offender. Right. Yeah. Right, right. And then her brother. Her brother was also accused. Yeah. Right. Is he a registered sex offender? Also a brother? I don't know if he's a registered sex offender, but I know he was he was like convicted of rape or something like that. Yeah, I think it was in the in the familiar. Allegedly, it was something in the right. So. Yeah, right. I don't. I don't know if he has to register either. But her husband is a registered sex offender. Right, I know her husband is. Remember, she was trying to pay somebody so he wouldn't have to register because yeah. allegedly and there was consensual, that, according to her and her husband. But she was yeah, allegedly when all that stuff went right. Down, right. I think, I think what happened is that her fans. I think they kind of yeah. like put a bad taste in taste their in mouth. mouth. That's right, what happened to her. Yeah, she kind of felt exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you know what else too? What I what I kind of see about Nicki Minaj. Still a dope rapper though. That's what I'm saying. Si. Huh? She's still a dope rapper. Right. She's a good rapper. But you know right. what? You know what? Well, you know what? People could like you said. She had those two blows. Those was major. But you know, also if you're not that well liked, like if you, I mean, as far as your personality, I'm not saying because she has tons of fans. Right. She got her bobs because because you know her Beyonce all. All of these people got their fan base that'll go at people and drag them all online. So she got she got her bobs. She got her support system as far as her loyal fans. But her attitude, you know, because this is what people were talking about when they was talking about the song. It was like Nicki Minaj is a dope female rapper. She's dope. But her attitude, even since day one, that she comes across as cocky. And with no remorse. And so that's why nobody felt sorry for her when she was taking a hit with, with Remy Ma. You know, people was kind of like, good for her. You know what I mean? Because yeah. sometimes you need to knock them down so they could, so they could, you know, come down a notch. But she's, you know, she's back talking her mess. And even people online was talking about, oh, you know, she dropped in bars when her and Safari broke up. And now she's back. So they think her husband... I don't know why they don't think female rappers could rap because a lot of people say, I bet husband's in there pulling a pen for her. You know, <laughs> like it's always yeah. got to be a guy in the background that's helping so, you. Yeah, that's so sexy is the thing that we the, that, Right, they always got to say because that's not the case. I didn't get no help when right. I was rapping. That's, yeah, that's just... That's just the, the sexist thing, you know what I'm saying? Because again, so many female rappers that I knew through can rap. They can rap and they write yeah. that uh, even if you had some certain things or concept that was great, because again, Biggie wasn't really writing for little Kim. He wrote her concepts. He didn't and really he was also her. giving her a, a little add in, like he wasn't right. like little that, Kim would write. Because right. even Kim said it. I would I would write and big up like oh yo shorty you should change this line blah 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 he was just giving input on marketing strategy it wasn't like he was like boom change this up exactly fixing it right so come on so yeah that's 
that that's I, I've heard that so many times. They thinking that you know females can't write. They just really yeah. Like what is with that? Like come on. Oh, that's if, if, if females can play basketball, they can rap. Just, just <laughs> even because you done seen Kiki Palmer online do a crossover jumper and a three pointer in some guy's face the other day. Right. And I was like, whoa, Kiki. <laughs> but you girls can do certain things. It, it's just Stop like. It. Certain people were surprised. You listen to listen, man. Mary J. Blige can rap. Yeah, she so, got a nice rap flow. And it's the same thing. It's the same thing that we heard Rihanna with her song with Pharrell. This and thing, Chris Brown can rap. Chris thing. Brown can rap. But I'm just saying, there's females that you'd be surprised that they could throw down. You know what I'm saying? And again, you you take an early MC like Debbie D or even Lisa Lee. Lisa Lee used to tear people apart. Right. To tear dudes apart back in the day. And they'll tell you that, man. Back in the day in the Bronx, Lisa Lee used to rip it. Rip it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, they, matter of fact, in the movie Wild Style, they cut out her part. Oh, she wow. Had a solo part where she's rhyming. Right. You see in the movie and everything like that. Right, Lizzie but they cut out her solo. But they cut out her oh, solo. Wow. In the movie, and the right. director's cut, and you would see because Lisa Lee was no joke. You know what I'm saying? You, say we look at them. They say Lisa Lee, Shaw Rock, and Debbie D, like in 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 um Beat Street with the with the Us Girls thing, and that's that's a little commercial and everything like that. But they have bars. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Those girls, mm-hmm. bars. You know what I'm saying? So right. Hit them now to me then because hip hop has emerged. You know, yeah, different. Yeah, rap- but for that time. They was they was throwing yeah. Another exactly. rapper back in the day that had bars, man. Sparky D. Sparky D was no joke on the freestyle mm-hmm. things. You know what I'm saying? So it, I, I, that whole thing of saying that the guys wrote for the girls and all that, man, that's corny to me. I, I watched a lot of females do their thing. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. A with no joke. So I don't know where that come from. I mean. I think that it's stereotyped because it's more men dominated, so that's why I assume it. But give us a chance. <laughs> like there's a lot of it's enough women out here to to give them props that oh, okay, they can rock. Don't cause not everybody came connected to a guy. You right. know? Like uh, right. some of the females came connected to a guy, so they automatically, oh, this person wrote for Foxy Brown because she was down with Nas and A Z. Foxy Brown, you know what I'm dope. saying? Foxy was dope too. I remember. Yeah, she, she. I don't know where Foxy Brown is, but Foxy Brown needs to be mentioned when you're talking about some of the top female MCs. Mm-hmm. Foxy Brown is in that conversation, no matter how her personality was. I seen her in MC battles just as well, doing her thing when she was like about 14, 15 years old. I seen her do her thing, right? And right there, because she was on the same, trying to get put on, doing her thing, and, and battling and holding her own with the fellas. So that that whole thing, like I said, the whole thing that this the guys right for the girls, man, come on, man, they was not writing for them. Because even in Roxanne Shante era. They, she was known to be better than a lot of the guys back then. Right, exactly. You know, so people used to, she used to win battles against guys. The battle rapper, the whole yep. thing about Roxanne Shante, the hardest thing they showed it in the movie, the Roxanne Roxanne movie. What the 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 hardest thing for them was marketing a battle rapper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They didn't know how to market battle rappers. Rappers at the time, right? The Big Daddy came. That's where they t- started learning how to market 
battle rappers because mm-hmm. battle rappers, you know, what I'm saying like say you had everyone had their battle thing because even with Sugar Hill with with the Fibious Five and, and the Sugar Hill Gang and they had Showdown and stuff like that, it always had that because that was part of hip hop. It still is part of hip hop. Right, but it, right. So now it's all about beef. But back then, it was it was really just battles. And, you know, a lot of people did battles. So and 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 it really wasn't that personal. It was just battles. They really talked about how dope they were in comparison to who they were bad. Because if you listen to the Cocos versus the Fantastic Romantic right, five, right, right. Oh, battle, that's another famous battle. Battle, right. And, Right. And, and that was dope. That was a dope battle. And they really attack each other. They just had routines and things. Right, that, absolutely. Do that. You just start seeing the, the attack on another group again, Kumo D. <laughs> so when Kumo, Kumo D, D and L L and Busy B, Kumo D and Busy B. Right. Kumo D Busy B. And then you had the Tetris three when they went after the Furious Five. And that was also in Harlem World. And and Furious Five was in the audience and Tetris Three went and that was at the Tetris Three anniversary. All that stuff, I, I, I wish all that stuff was. We have footage, yeah. But I can tell you something: if anybody ever wanted to make a movie about any of those things, Harlem World, Rooftop, uh, Roxy's, Latin Quarters, even Jersey Sensations, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, I could be a consultant because I was there <laughs> at those places, right. national, all of them. I was so there and I can recollect a lot of the stuff. I know behind the scenes stuff. So if you ever want, if you're ever making a movie about any of those things and you need a consultant, you know what I'm saying, to make sure it's accurate, I'm the man, y'all. I know you have the hip hop historians out there, you know what I'm saying, Jaquan and Troy L and uh, and CL Cross and all that, but let me tell you something. I was there, there. So, and I can recollect a lot of those things and some of the things that because all those guys interview the 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 actual people, so they have stuff coming from the people's mouth. But mm-hmm. don't get, they only get what those people are telling them. You know what I'm saying? Like you can interview Kumo D or you want about Kumo D busy B battle, right? You Kumo D all you want, and Kumo D give you his recollection. I give you behind scenes things, cause again, right. cause again, they keep talking about someone said, and they say someone said, oh, you can't beat Busy B, and then that made him get, oh, you can't beat Busy B, you can't beat Busy B. I know who said that. See, they never say who said that. I know exactly who said that. Right. I know. Well, keep it, that keep that. it in case they need you for the movie. <laughs> no, that's why I don't reveal certain. Yeah, you can't reveal everything because you might right. get paid for some of the stuff okay. you know. So I'm, I'm <laughs> just saying. All right, I can tell you why. All they sunset said. That's why I'm on his dick. That's why I'm on his dick. I, I can tell you exactly why. La sunset said that. Okay, I'm standing next to him. And I'm telling you, I can tell you exactly why. So those are the things I'm just saying. Right, I, right. Yeah, there. That's worth some money. Yeah. Got what <laughs> I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. So I was there when, right. when Bismarcky brought out uh, Big Daddy Kane. One of, one of the first shows that Bismarcky brought out Big Daddy Kane was at my birthday party at the Elves Club. Across the street from where you used to live, Star. You oh, yeah? Man. Right. Oh wow! Downtown at my birthday party. Wow, yeah, I remember that club. Right. I wasn't at that party though. At a whopping. 
He was the he was the hot act. Wow. B Fats. I had uh it was uh he had out Sweetie and, and Jazzy George had a it's my beat. Right, right. Who else was on the, the ticket? There was a few people on the ticket and Biz performed and brought out uh, and Biz brought out uh Big Daddy Kane. Was you know B Fat B Fast was Donald D brother, right? D brother, yes. Yeah, Donald D did a beat for me. He was trying to shop me. Uh, way before the Harlem Pride days, I was with Donald D. He used to he used to do music for me. I did I recorded two songs with him in the studio. Right. And at the time, I don't I forgot this girl name, but do you remember this girl? She won the Apollo and they gave her a record deal. She had one song, I, I believe. She she won the Apollo. She was like the you know when they had the Showtime and she went week after week after week uh-huh. after week. Donald D. He was a rapper. Uh, you know she was a singer. Donald D produced a song and, and I did a verse on one of her songs that never came out. Donald D had a lot of good stuff on me um, before he passed away, but we didn't, we didn't, we wasn't able to get none of that stuff that I did, you know, like any other masters or anything. Cause right. I did, I did another artist. I went up to was Connecticut. It it wasn't What's her name? It wasn't Shaki, but Shaki said the rapper. You said no, it was a, it was a singer. She won the Apollo. And she got a record deal, and Donald D did a. He, she had one. I, I gotta look it up. I yeah, forgot her name. Out. Yeah, yeah, she had like one of them one-hit wonders. Uh, uh, you talking about uh, Octavia? That might have been her. It, it was called um, "To the Limit." Yeah, that might have been the girl. Yeah. But um, I had went up to the studio because she, you know, they was working on music for her, and he was like, "Star, I need you to get on this song." And um, yeah. my cousin, before Rev, my cousin was my manager, and Donald D. It's a, it's a long story, but anyway, I did a couple of tracks for him. He had a studio at his house, and yeah. we used to go down to the studio. That's where I met Orange Juice Jones. We used to go down to, um, uh, I think it was the Hit Factory. We Hit did a, Factory. <laughs> yeah, we did some good tracks in there. And I used to be riding around with him at four o'clock in the morning because after the studio, we would he would put the song, you know, play it in his car and blast it. And he yeah. used to test me out. We used to go up to SOS Club uptown right. and he'll be playing the song and you know everybody want to know when you're a female yo d who's that and he's just right. gonna be like don't say nothing star just just see the vibe with people people used to be he used to play my music loud in the car and they yeah. used to be like who's that he'd be like an artist that and he'd be like people people liking it people liking it yeah. but yeah he never brought and me so, out yeah, yeah he never brought me out yeah i learned a lot from Donald, he taught me a lot. They say pop music. By my fact, piece, yeah. I, I was gonna work on, on on a solo record myself, and Donald, he, he was like, "Yeah, do it." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he 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 encouraged me to make a solo record and everything like that, mm-hmm. and and I kind of chickened out and everything like that. But he was encouraging me because I had this beat and everything. So you know, he had Donald's groove. Right, Donald's groove, yep. Hey, Jazzy's groove. He had T. Was with T. Rock too. Yeah. So, so that was the. Yeah, thing. he had Donald's groove. Yep. I used to I'm rap cool on that beat for him. Right. So that's a that that's a hit. Came out on Electra and everything like that. And Flash was was the producer of it. Actually, Flash and Donald kind of like co-produced and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. it, but Donald. He was incredible. Yeah, he was good. There's yeah. a lot of stories out there, like you said. You got a yeah. lot of history yeah. in in your in your you know in your in your Rolex. You, I mean, you're, you know, hey man, you, it's a lot of it's a, a lot, lot of stories out there. Not, not a lot you know, 
a lot, a lot, a lot. But it, it, it's all good though, too. It's, it's I always wanted Donald to come to my brother's studio with Harlem Pride yeah. because you know we had stopped working together right before he passed away. I was telling him my brother got a studio and everything. Yeah. Yeah, but and then Biz was even scooping him up. Biz was like, "Yo, I'm, we gonna we gonna do we gonna get started. We just working on this Kid Capri album." You know, Biz used to just like us to hang out with him, but yeah. he was stringing us home. <laughs> when we went up to, I think it was Warner Brothers of Columbia, they didn't know who the hell I was. Biz was lying. <laughs> Biz, Biz was like, yeah, I'm telling people that, 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 that. I'm serious. I thought we was on our way, boy, because I was like, I was dedicated to the studio. Like, I didn't care about going to eat, going to the parties, none of that. I was like, when we going back to the studio? Because I would love to go there and rhyme in front of different people all the time. Right. You know, oh. I was like one minute away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one hit, man, one hit away. Man, may peace be upon him. He was definitely the man. Matter of fact, he's Donald, Donald D, and B. Fats and those guys. You know, what I'm saying they used to give the parties at the Rennie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We had UG on there. He used to talk about those parties at the right, Rennie. right, yeah. The Sapphire Crew, the Sapphire Crew, they they were it. They were definitely it. So you know you had the L brothers in the Bronx that had the, had mm-hmm. the parties, and you had and you had the Sapphire Crew in Manhattan and Harlem. You know what I'm saying with the dopest parties. So, right. So I guess wherever you went. So between the T connection with with the L brothers and and uh, the um, the Renaissance. You know what I'm saying? The Rennie with Sapphire Crew in Harlem. Between the two of those, that that's that's hip hop history. History at all best. all together. Right. That is best. You right. know what I'm saying? And we can battle on we can we can always battle on who gave the best parties. Was it the L brothers? You know what I'm saying? With 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 um uh Theodore's brother, um God, I can't think of his name right now. It says uh, um I should be I should be smacked for that thinking uh his name right now. But uh and 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 the sci-fi crew in Harlem. It's like the the it's always gonna be who who had the best parties. Right. And who did it best. Who who you know what I'm saying? It's always gonna be that. And that's that's hip hop at its best, at its finest. And I was I was young, but I still was doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Right, and right. I started as a b boy, and then once I started, uh, you know, watching Lovebug do his thing, and then from there, I kind of like just tagged along with with Bambada and all of them, because you know my family's up in the Eat War Project. Right. D- DST and all those guys. It was DXT now, but you know what I'm saying? And Davy D and all those guys and, and Galaxy, you know what I'm saying? Those DJs. And, and I kind of like just learned from a lot of them. And then, of course, Harlem World, you know, DJ Randy, and you know I'm saying, taught me. They say, really showed me the ropes. Because I idolized Jazzy J. That's what, you know what I'm saying? So DJ right. Jazzy, like, he was like, between him and Love Bug Starsky and Hollywood, those are my items. I was like, yo, I gotta be like those guys. Right. I gotta be like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like that, you know, but it, it's all good. But DJ Nelson, the maestro, he's over yes, there indeed. in scratch. Okay. And we're gonna get into we're gonna get into the uh the block party mix. And uh yo, matter of fact, Nelson. All right, I want you to pay uh Take take my love to the limit by Octavia. 
All right, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dedicate to Donald D today. All right, because that's that's who you're talking about, Star. Yeah, I, I believe right. that's her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking my. I, I think that's the only female he had. Damn it. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, yeah it was a hit song, right? There, there you go. Oh, you know, sidebar. Your brother used to like her. Oh, for real? Rap, yeah, Rap tried to, yeah, Rap tried to get up with her one time. <laughs> Back in the day, he was, he was a dog, but. <laughs> yeah, sidebar, Donald D used to like my cousin, but since he ain't like him, that's why my deal went south. <laughs> Everybody like Julie. Why she the planet but, you know, but you know what? We were, we were. I crush on Judy. You know what I'm saying? Come on. But you man. know what the thing was? We, we were, we were stand up women. We were, we were trying to show that you because the rumor was because you know we was hanging out with Ed Lover, Dr. Right. Dre, Yo MTV Raps, T Money, all of them, Bismarck. We heard all the rumors about the females that you know which was a little little hot. Right. Yeah, so yeah. of course, you know, like I said, we were never hot girls. Yeah. We were just dressing. Just playing until you get a deal. I ain't but but you know, but it, but back then it yeah. was like they all always came at the women. Like yeah. they want, even when Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson used to like my cousin, but then she want, he want, she wound up, uh, you know, cause we, he had, remember he was doing a record label. Yeah. So we yeah. had a, we had a meeting with him and all Mike Tyson was interested in was how we look, turn around, <laughs> let's see they butt. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I had a flat ass so moving. <laughs> so beat me Nelson, I had a flat butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yo, so, so Mike good. Tyson was like, "Oh, we need three girls with booties. We can't have." <laughs> he was like, "My cousin was like, but she can rap and sing." Before Missy Elliott, Cheryl Starr was a rapper and a singer. And Mike Tyson was like, "But her, her butt is flat, and they, we didn't know about the booty. You know, I would have had a BBL back then. <laughs> if it was to get a deal." <laughs> but, but we got a lot of stories too. We we got a whole lot of stories. We got a whole lot of stories. Let's get into the mix. Let's get into DJ Nelson's Maestro's mix right now. Memory lane. Over there, itching for a scratch. You know what I'm saying? Give that look. All right. Yo, so Nelson, like I said, let's start with Octavia uh, to the limit. All right. Yo, Nelson. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's go. You're jamming with the Mashup King, DJ Nelson, the Maestro Block Party Mix. Y'all, this is Stevie D of the legendary Force and D's, and you listen to the Mashup King DJ Nelson, the Maestro Party Mix on the Morning Coffee with the Motivator Jazzy G featuring Cheryl Star.
mais Carol
City.
doing his things on the one and twos there. Yo, Nelson, the matchup game for real, for real. Mash it up, mash it up, Nelson. Right. Uh. <laughs> Put the boogie in your body. He not to hit you with that arm and beat you never heard before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not that you never heard it before, so motivated. It's that you haven't heard it in a while. That's what I'm saying. Right, in a while. In a while. You haven't heard it in a while. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he be, he be rocking it. You know what I'm saying? The mashing it up. You know what I'm saying? I love that mashup, though. He's the man. He's the man. You're the man, Nelson. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Hey, stop. Yes. Let's, uh, let's get to your thoughts of wisdom, because... I want to talk about some things. I want to talk about. We didn't get a chance to talk about some sport things yesterday on Morning Coffee on our on our Sports Wednesday. Working out Wednesday sports. Yeah, we had a lot. We had a lot. That yeah. Week. So I want to talk about some things because you you know saying you you got some inside stuff going on. But before that, let's get into your thoughts of wisdom. All right. So so motivated. I want you to grab your paper and your pen because Cheryl Star is about to go in with today's thoughts. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Stark. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivators, today's thoughts of wisdom. Get the most out of life while you still have life in you. Don't wait until you have no more life to live. And what I mean by that, so motivators, is short and sweet. This year, 2024, I'm promoting a lot of motivation a lot of changes do some things in life discover some things that you never knew before and do some things that you've been putting off the point is is that we have to do the things in life that brings us joy it be why we have life in us because everything about life is supposed to be your pursuit of happiness so whatever that means whether you want to go travel the world and you think oh i can't do it until i retire no take a trip go somewhere see the world learn about new cultures do something whatever if you always wanted to do our art show go to an art show i was just telling my mother because my mother is an artist Come on, we taking you to the art show And you're going to paint, you're going to do some stuff Because life is not supposed to be dragged along You're supposed to get the most out of life While you have life in you Because so motivators, we know Once we start that clock start ticking You might start getting a hip replacement You might can't walk, you might get sick So while you got some life in you Joy, to get something out of life So I'm going to say it one more time so motivators because y'all know how i like y'all to marinate on these things get the most out of life while you still have some life in you don't wait until you have no more life to live and that doesn't you know that speaks for itself so y'all marinate on that back to you jazzy g follow cheryl star's thoughts of wisdom on facebook thank you cheryl star with today's thoughts of wisdom you're welcome yeah that's uh you know what's what's so profound of what you're saying and your thoughts of wisdom oftentimes and I know people that's like this I, I literally know people that work nine to five all they do is work you know right and they work um sometimes they do overtime they then they got they commute in the city they right in Long Island but they commute in the city so so you take it takes them let's say maybe an hour each way so that's two hours out of their day the commuting alone is maybe two two to three hours out of their day and and they work a nine to five and right. it may they may work on the weekends or sometimes they off but they work and it's like 
wizard or a fool you know and right. work and then i know some people that worked to the point where they said they was going to enjoy life after they retire and then they like passed like two years after their retirement you know what i mean right right and they say that happens a lot and they didn't go on vacation right so right I was like yo you don't you never took a vacation no i'm gonna take a vacation i'm gonna do all that when i retire i'm gonna go see this and i got my bucket list and i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and they didn't even get a chance to do all those things they they maybe went to like two of the places on their bucket list you get what i'm saying and right. they did it the first year of retirement then got sick the second year you know what i mean right and then died it's like wow it's like all that times that you know you could have been going on vacation you could have been spending it doing the things that you always dreamed of doing and talked about doing but just didn't do it what was the fear you get what i'm saying that right the fear of doing it when you were healthy when you were young when you had you know it wasn't like the time wasn't it i mean it, it had to be you know you had to have the money to do it at something because you could save up for any kind of vacation really. right tax time <laughs> yeah you know? you treat yourself sometimes you know so, yeah like where do you really want to go that you can't really save up for like right even if you wanted to go to dubai or something like that yeah and even if you want to plan it a year out like yeah, a right exactly, or yo, even cool, two years so. i remember before my dad died we was all supposed to we never even went we were supposed to go to um africa he wanted us to take a trip to uh johannesburg one of the right. one of the places in africa right. and we were starting to save up because the church had a trip there and my my father was like i don't want to hear nothing from none of y'all we all going yeah. <laughs> every now and then you know my dad was trying to bully us even as even as we got older like okay dad you just gotta ask us you can't just tell us we're going <laughs> but he still thought he could say that but yeah. you know we, but it was it was something that we planned and we didn't get to do it so you know is as life sneaks up on us you know and i just recently celebrated my 56th birthday right mm -hmm. but the thing jazzy g that you know we all talk about when we when we go away we start talking about what we dream and what we're gonna do we have to do it stop right. talking about it we got to be about action action is good gonna get us to the finish line and, yep. and this is one of the things that you know we met you know i did a little spa day just a sidebar we did a little spa day and we met a wedding party there Right. right and so it was a imagine how many women was there. <laughs> so you know we all talking about stuff you know and you know hopefully we get some new listeners for to listen to the morning coffee because you know i told them what i do and, and right. things that i do but the lady one of the ladies had said can i ask you what how what made you just go and do comedy and just jump out the window and do it because i told them i started comedy late because this was something that i always loved to do right. and one thing my girlfriend said she said cheryl you know what i love about you even though you did it late you still did it you're doing it you know yeah. so we gotta start doing it no matter people start thinking like you said they work all your life don't wait till you retire you can't plan that sneak a trip in even if it's even if it ain't the buy, but if you want to go to Vegas, if you want to go somewhere local where, you know, you could just get you a nice little flight, treat yourself, husband and wife, start going out. Because I was telling my male friend, your kids in college now, take your wife away so y'all could keep that fire in your in your marriage. Yeah, you know, people yeah. always let life succumb to their, you know, like, oh, I got this. OK, we're going to have that. But have some fun in between. Don't let life sl slip you by and you don't have no stories 
the the share like memories of fun times that you had you can't do that we can't let life go by without having these legacies and, and times like you know see how we just talked about all the stuff that you got <laughs> that the history of bringing Chris Rock on stage like those right. are great times in, in your life where you have a you have a whole memory of it where it could be a whole book a whole movie you yeah, know what I mean exactly. so people have that in them they just don't feed it you got we got to do it so that that's tell, just what I wanted to say I tell everyone that you have a book in you I tell everyone that because you do right and people always ask me because I've written three books and you know, I got three more written that's coming out but it's like you know so three more is going to be published and and they asked me oh, what made you do that i always wanted to write a book how'd you do that or this right. that. it's like you know do it stop really just stop procrastinating and I, I remember there was a survey that was taken years ago and uh i can't remember what what university took out I, I can't remember if it was harvey Princeton or or um um california berkeley i, I can't but it was one of the ivy league schools right and they had uh, took a survey about they said that over eighty eight percent of the world's population wants to write a book, something like that. It was like a right. number like that, like eighty percent. Right, a large pop- number. A large number, but you know, only something like uh, fifteen, sixteen percent of the world's population have written a published book before. Right. So just imagine from if you're looking at those wow. mm-hmm. and those who want to look at look at that that gap how big that is because right. so many people procrastinate or, or won't do it say they're gonna do it or say they want to do it and just don't do it make whatever excuse in the world not to do it I know a, a friend of mine she was like oh she want to write a book and she's she does real estate she's like one of the top real estate agents you know saying in in the nation and she talked about she talked about writing a book and that was the but she kept going you know but i I have dyslexia and i was like well you know ai today you can dictate to right you can just dictate just dictate your book to them and that's still writing your book yeah and a lot of stuff that can be done today right that's how like google has a whole uh, they call it dictation or something like that i said but ai does that you know and she was like, "Wow, I didn't even think of that." And this and that, and she's not writing, she's not writing her book. Right, so right. Like people use things to, to to stop them for whatever reason, you know. Right. Tell themselves the doubt thing, and then it, it, all it takes is someone to co-sign on your doubt, and you yeah. you fall right into line with it, because that's what happens too. We our fears look for people to to feed our fears. Right, right. <laughs> True. Right, because that's why that's why the, the saying is actually misery loves your company. Right. Like we always say misery loves company, but right. the actual saying is misery loves your company because that's what happens. We look for those to have we have our self doubt, so we look for those who want to validate with the doubt. Right. Exactly. Right. And all it takes is you just doing that. You know, go right. on that trip, write that book, or do it. I say write that song, or you know. You know, build that house, whatever the case may be, whatever it is. It's like, you know, whatever your heart desires, just do it. And we have a right to be happy. Like when you do the things that you love, that you're passionate about, like like we say all the time, God gives us all 
gifts, talents, and abilities. Ability, yeah. And when we're feeding those things, we have. I, I can speak for myself. Like I told the lady, um, you know, I said when you like, for instance, when I was going through my divorce, I stopped doing comedy because I couldn't find anything to laugh about at that right. time. Mm -hmm. But if I would have stayed in that mindset, then I would have lost my sense of humor. So right. what I do now, like most comedians do, is I like like you said, Kevin Hart title is to laugh at my pain. At and my now pain. I'm in the joy most joyous time in my life because I love laughing. I love laughter and laughter is keeping me alive. It keeps me logical. It keeps me from, you know, it just it just helps me help people. You get what I'm saying? Like right, exactly. I let what my what I'm passionate about feed me now. And I'm trying to encourage people that, like I said, this year is a year that I want to motivate people. I want to pay it forward in all ways, you know, in whatever way that I can pay it forward. Because like I said, this lady, she said that, and it's funny, Jazzy G, because she's a old, she was older than me. So she was clearly in her 60s or something, but her friend had got married and her friend was like, I think she said she was 52 or something. So the lady was saying, if I would have listened, because you know how all these di these dialogues is, oh, you're too old when you, when you, you know, because it was a comedian that even said, if you're 40 and you're single, anybody 40 and over is sorry. And, and he didn't get no laughs from the women, because if you look at the audience, it was a lot of older women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you know, some of them got divorced, some of them are single, and some of them husbands may have passed right. away. So I said, you got to know your audience when you say jokes. But the point is, we was in the spa, because one thing about the spa is that you could stay there all day long. You could go from the jacuzzi to the to the to the massage to the pool. So we we cooked up with this wedding party, and we was giving this girl. I'm telling you, we done wrote a book in there for her to have freaky night, uh, sexy night, like red dress night. Boy, she she said this was like her bridal shower. And in itself and she was like Oh my god And and I'm serious <laughs> They was like Can we Can we After Cause you know You gotta put your phones In the locker and everything right. This lady came to me Cause it was me My sister My cousin We was all just saying Do this Do that Do this Do that You know We was giving her like of the book of tricks <laughs> and that lady came back and was like uh i know y'all gonna think we crazy but can we write some of this stuff <laughs> we was giving them all like everybody had a story but that they she said that that was the best day of you know of one of the most fun she's like and she's been debating oh you know i don't want to do the stripper what else can you do to have fun on a on a um bridal you know a, a bachelorette weekend a bachelorette you know so yeah. what we was just saying is live your life like you can't just you know in general like do things you got you got you can't stop debating it like so that's where i'm at in life so anybody that come across you know like i told the lady go after the comedy because i have a character in one of my books that he's an older gentleman and I, I was telling her this i said he's he's starting to do comedy and he's funny as h-e-l-l -L. you know yeah. what i mean but i said it's funny that i'm meeting people that i wrote about <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I got a character like you in my book, but he's a man, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, but um, but anyway, you know, we had a great time and stuff. But my whole my whole week, my whole you know conversation is live your life, do things in life. So you know that's why I wanted to kind of 
speak that into existence for people. Yeah, because again, I, I know, like say last week, you know, my nephew and I went to Park Fest, and what I did, right? I I actually treated him to it, you know, and right. Sometimes my nephew, nice. he, he he, you know. He, he he's been going through it. He lost his best friend. His best friend actually died in his arms. Oh, sorry, yeah, that. And uh, yeah, so he really was going through it. Right, right. And you know, my nephew is so much. He's like me, and and what it is, he's actually my great nephew. He's my he's my oldest niece, oldest son. And my oldest niece is the old is the oldest of fifteen children. Grandchildren. Oh, okay. Children. No, she she is the oldest of fifteen children. Oh, okay. His mother is the oldest of oldest 15. of fifteen. Right. And, wow. And he is the oldest of eleven children. Wow. And right. So and it's a lot of pressure. So again, so I so I he's in he's you know being he's, he's in his early 40s but trying to find himself and he's like me he's a girl there he has three daughters nice and so right and a lot of times his wife be trying to tell him like yeah like go like you know uncle god say go go hang with uncle god right right get out the house because like, right. he has his he has his own podcast too he's been on the morning coffee yeah and he's he, he he hosts um behind enemy lines and you know but for him I knew it was going to take me to invite him there to, to get him there. and yeah. rip back. he's not right. he wasn't gonna, I know he wasn't going to do it on his own I knew he was going to say yeah I, I, I'm, I'm a work guy I'm going to see about it I'm going to see how much it costs I said nah this is what I'm going to do right so and that's a good I idea his, right so I brought his ticket just as well so when I when I got my ticket because I always do the VIP thing because I want to be a part of everything I don't right. Right. Like, go to conventions. I do VIP. The VIP package. I want. I right. want every bit of what they got to offer because I'm there to also learn and, right. and grow. So, uh, so we got VIPs in it. So when he got his his, his passes, yeah, he felt he felt so like brand new. Like yo, yeah, yeah, like special. You know what I'm saying? But it was is. But that's how I roll. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, he was learning so much. And that probably and really, was a good, a good thing you did for him because you never know what he got out of it. It might spark him to he got, move. He got, right now, right. he's working on his program because he was, he was, he was on the fence about coaching. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. now, since since we've been back, he's worked on his his uh, coaching course and everything. Get what I'm saying? So, it's right. like, and we met some real remarkable people there. Like they, uh, to to uh, we met these women that day because there was an AI session, right? So when you're in certain rooms, they have like like on monetization so it'll be different speakers at different times so they have one with the dealing with the ai so it's different speakers so we was at one uh speaking uh again we had came there a little bit late to that one and because uh the person that was hosting it had posted about this so i saw her post got we got there a little bit late but then these other two ladies who came on after them on the panel right Shout out to Georgette and, and Audrey, matter of fact. And they actually got a podcast about dogs and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So, and, and, but they know so much about how to monetize 
podcast. Right, right. Brilliant. And and what happened is when the other when the other session was over, something told me that the two of them they stay for theirs. I didn't know who they were, but something said to me stay for theirs because mm-hmm. they you know what I'm saying they got the sweet secret sauce and boy did they you know what I'm saying right you know what I'm saying? and then when we after they session was over we went to another room and everything like that but we saw them let, later on about maybe an hour later and they ran into ran into us and we was the target we hung out with them for the rest of the day right, you know right. we went to yeah they put us on to another guy that was brilliant guy uh, that uh named june that's he's like brilliant about podcasting and everything like that so we learned so much we were like just under their wings these experts and that's why i say at podfest the two things about podfest that that the the, the knowledge that you're gonna get and the networking that you're gonna make is right. incredible we went out we went out to to dinner and everything friday night went out to dinner it was incredible we all it was like a bunch of us going out to dinner it was incredible and just had a ball you know what i'm saying big old table and just had fun and just learning from each other and, and everybody have a podcast so you know we're just learning and learning and just sharing information vibing. yeah sharing right, information like you said networking and vibing with one another right yeah, yeah. Right. And, and, and and getting you know learning from one another Right. I got so many ideas. I was like, wow, this is all great. You know what I'm saying? Things that help make morning coffee radio show even better. You know what I mean? Right. But if that's what it takes. It takes to be out there and do it. And these average people, people don't realize these average people that podcast for a living. You know what I mean? They're not celebrities and nothing like that. They are right. podcasters and they right. do it for a living and they have a niche. You know what I'm saying? One of the podcasts that was on on stage and presenting about how to mon- monetization. He has a podcast network. His podcast network is all about produce. Kid you not. Right, right. Even you you know the the, the produce man um right. uh, what's his name? Um it's that owl. This uh uh Oh man, I wish I could remember his name, but he comes on his produce show comes on like like on on, on NBC all the time, and but he has a podcast on his network, and and he was actually explaining the more niche that he got, he expanded. You know what I'm saying? His listenership expanded because that's what it's about. People want to people want to know and be a part and listen and, and things like that. And it's it's a remarkable thing. Just like here on when we up here on Power Me Up Radio Talk twenty four seven. Those who follow this show, it's always those who want to get the get the secret sauce to something. And that's what podcasting. That's what it's about, right? About. Right. You gotta get the secret sauce. You're gonna hear an expert, an right. expert too. You're gonna get what you need to do what you want to do. And that's what it is. Everybody has a voice. That's the beauty of podcasting. That and I love that you can talk about yeah. anything. Like there's a lane, there's a conversation out there that interests different people all over the world. Exactly. You know, people can have a podcast about anything because exactly. there's a lot of, like you said, it's a lot of different things people could put their passion to. You know, they exactly. got podcasters that just, uh, you know, talk about poetry or music. Yes. You know, yeah. the yeah. arts, yes. like trading. It's a podcast. A guy that always talking about uh, crypto and trading. That's all. Right. I do. Exactly. You know? 
there's everyone has a voice. There's a lane. Walking right. here, so motivated, all those things. Take that trip, as as Showstar said, man. Take that trip, write that book, do do the things that you want to enjoy about life in 2024. Make it that. Make 2024. Absolutely. That. Not worrying about the the wars that's going on. If you're not in the war torn area. Don't really worry about the wars too much. And I can understand if you got family or someone like that. I can understand it. But sometimes we let things, we let the news consume us. Right. We let it, it consume us to the point where we don't live our lives. And and I, and I think that's that's taken away from being a human being when you allow something to, to, to take away, you know, your God-given gift. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and again... Sometimes I go through my, you know, down spiral thing, my depression thing, and I'm a, and I feel like, but I always look at, yo, I got this, man. I got this. <laughs> I got the morning coffee, <laughs> and, and and the soul motivators they kind of depend on us. I got I got to come correct. And, and even when you go to those places, like you know, Par Fest, even when you went to the uh, the uh, the cruise. It's just right. it's just certain things that that what we enjoy it brings out that enjoyment inside. It gives us a sense of peace, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. anything peaceful, like I'm a water person, so I love anything on the on the coast, the beach, the water. I'm a water girl, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm anything, right. you know, like yeah. spa, I'm I'm one for relaxation. Like I get turned on, I get relaxed. Like if I'm relaxed and I love relaxed people, you know, yeah. people that yeah. can just come in the room and just let their guards down and just have a great conversation, that's me. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I I love vibing with whether it's men or women, I love vibing with just people that have like you said, drop some jewels on you, smart people, fun people. Everybody can be eclectic in whatever they're good at. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you could talk to somebody who has a food fetish and they could just make you be like, oh, wow, I got to go to this place yeah, because exactly. of the way they describe exactly. what, how the food tastes. So, yeah. you know, when we talk about music, we get passionate. When we talk about um uh, basketball when I talk about like sports when we talk about podcasting those are the things that feed our adrenaline that make us feel like oh you know what I mean so right. that's why I encourage people to do that because no matter what we go through in life when we have those things that we enjoy like you just said you love uh, being able to go to the park fest and stuff based on like every other thing that you could be home thinking about you could let life take you down because of the you know exactly. the losses that we have in life exactly. the hurt or the pain exactly. we gotta find alternatives to feed our souls so we can right. live in life like be in life like just be so active and i'm i'm I always preach this because some people be thinking jazzy g that you know the lady asked me she was like you can't have <laughs> <laughs> I said no. I'm just high off of life. You know, I'm not a I'm not a smoker. I'm not a weed person. Like right, and I don't right. even really drink no more. Like I've been I've been stopped like drinking as far as like socially, yeah. I'll take a drinker because the menopause and drinking don't go together. 
And I, I found that out the hard way. <laughs> but, um, you know, once I learned that I want to feed my body with better stuff, because when you start going through changes, when we get older, whether it's your sickness, whatever you're going through, if you got chronic disease or whatever, you got high blood pressure, whatever, you got to start feeding what makes you enjoy life. You can't you can't let the things that's happening in our life beat us down because right. we it will we'll sink quicker than we'll swim. Right. You know, so that's 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 what I'm feeling like, you know, it just came on me in 2024. And even I'm gonna be honest, even just hearing the Cat Williams, like I'm like, this is the year of truth. Yeah. Let's you know, and I'm not talking about snitching. I'm not talking about snitching, Jesse G. But what I mean is about unless I you know you. <laughs> you I like don't mean it like that, though, so motivators. What I mean is stand in your truth, accept your truth, and if you don't like your truth, do something about it. That's right. what I'm saying. Like I'm going to say. Be true to what you love Go after it Because you can't say You love writing And you ain't write a book yet You can't say right. that You love music And you ain't doing nothing about it You right. can't say that Oh I love con I'm just saying You could love it as To be a watcher Or you could be a doer Because not everybody Want to be a comedian Or, or a music person or, But what I'm saying Is there's something In their heart That they really dream Of doing But haven't done it Right. Exactly. No matter what that is, they could collect yeah. seashells for all we know. Whatever exactly. it is, feed it. Yeah, and again, what's what's gonna happen? What's the worst that can happen if you go for your dreams? What's the worst can happen? Disappointment. Right, and is who that, cares? Have fun yeah. while doing it. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> people, it, it's just like speaking on on, on books. I had. Two former clients that you know that written books that didn't think no one would pay attention to their books. You know, one was mm -hmm. was, was Doctor Doctor Allie Griffin when she and she's amazing. And Doctor Allie Griffin when she mm -hmm. when she was a client of mine, she really didn't see the vision in the beginning. She knew she wanted to do something different. Right, she knew there was something different for her, and she's a a, a mother of a son that's a, 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 of autism. So having a son that's on the spectrum, right? He really, you know, at first because he did things with them. She she was part of an organization that they had karate because they found out that that martial arts. Um, worked very well with, with children of autism. Oh, okay. That's why Tony yeah. Braxton got her sons so, in right. martial so, arts because yeah. they have autism. One of her sons have autism. Martial arts right. very well with children of autism. Oh, wow. Yeah, because her son is yeah. in karate. Very. Or was. So, right. So they had this camp. So she oh, was okay. part of this thing. It was this karate camp for mm -hmm. kids with autism. So I had explained to her that that's the route she really should go. That's really her calling. To, to deal with, with with mothers that have children with autism. She right. can see the vision in the beginning and right. to walk her through certain things and and showed her and then when she actually went to uh when Steve Harvey gave his uh the the success uh uh summit when he gave the success summit in mm -hmm. see that same year and she went down there and really saw that he had so like great speakers like Lisa Nichols and, and Doreen Rainey and all kind of great people that were speaking mm -hmm. with you know Dr. Ali kind of like 
it really opened her eyes now. Right. Whoa, I can do this. And, and then she took it from there. She's amazing. Like, she's. But that's she, sometimes what people. You know what I'm saying? She's amazing yeah. now. But even her book that she, she has about, you know what I'm saying? And, and her, her, her book is called, like I said, amazing. Her book is called Amazing. Like, for autism, like, it's about. Nice. Amazing. I love that title. Yeah. Right. right. And it's like amazing, right? Right, and it's, it's 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 so so profound. And then her son actually helped write the book for her. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so great. You know what I'm saying? But this is what she does: is she helps people really get, you know, really see right. the vision now. That's, right. that's what she does. And you know, I had another client that uh, she was a uh, she um, she's a, a sales. You know how they have the high end stores. Where you get your personal salesman, yeah, get the personal mm-hmm. sales rep. So that's right. what she, right? So when, when, so she always wanted to write a book, and she, and she was explaining to me all the different things that happen that people that come to the store, and and I said, well, why don't you write a book about it? Oh, who want to read a book about you know? Be surprised. How retail, <laughs> right? I, oh, you know all those funny stories you tell me. Put that in the book, right? You know, Exactly. Think of it like that. I was like, right. we, her and I be on the phone. She, we be cracking up with these stories she tell me. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing a comedy yeah. uh, book with and my with my funny stories. Her book became a bestseller. Right. And, and she's one of the top sales rep that they now when 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 people come in the, the the store, a lot of them look for her. You know why? She has a book. She's the one with the book. Right, so they right. want the one with the book. They want the yeah, exactly. Yeah, they want the expert. They want the right. one with the book. So she's the top. She's the top rep now. You get what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. You never know what can happen with you if you do that thing that you always want to do. You yep. never know. You that's know so true. Yeah, just like the 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 78 year old woman that's that's a bodybuilder, and she started bodybuilding at the age of 60. Right, you know, sixty right now. So she started the age that I am right now, and now she's in her seven. She's like seventy-eight years old, or, or something like that. And she's she won several times in her category, her age category. Right, age. right, she exactly. Has a book. She has a, a YouTube channel. She has a this and that. I think she's one on one of those a fitness channel. I think she has a show on the fitness channel now. She's right, been several fitness magazines, and you know, saying she get endorsements and everything. Never know that it was just her past. She always wanted to be in bodybuilding. All right, she waited till she was sixty. She still did it. Still do it. Still do it. Did it. Look exactly. what it led to her. You know, the lady that played the 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 lady that played in uh the actress from from um uh Black Panther. You know, she became an actress. Like in her seventies or something like that. Mm-hmm. When they played the elder, in yeah, the older Canada. lady, yeah, yeah, right. She just started acting like right. three years ago, and she landed one of the biggest movies in a lifetime. You get what I'm saying? Right. This, this is something she always wanted to do was act. Right. You say that. That's what I'm saying. Don't let life pass you by. Just don't. You know what I'm saying? Don't let life pass you by so motivated. You know what I'm saying? Try. Just give yes, it a try. And they will, they will get so much joy out of just trying, even the process. Like, it's just fun. I have so much fun in acting class. I love it. I can't wait because we're working on this movie. But I'm getting it. I, I'm getting into character and I just right. love it. 
It's like a part Like you know sometimes When you go places You don't know how to Turn off your day job Right Yeah Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. like sometimes I just be acting Just to see Yeah exactly. <laughs> Okay Trevor You're not in acting class Right now. <laughs> I'm telling you It's just fun Like I just I just I'm just having a, a Great time So that's why I say Gotta encourage people Because like Like they think It's, it's a fearful thing But just imagine The first time We we did everything It was a scary First time you drove a car You didn't know If you was gonna crash But you still felt good On that road First time you rode That motorcycle You know So it's gonna be like that First time we got on The roller coaster But exactly. once you get on it You love it So right. come on people Right and again, it was, what's the worst can happen? You trying something for the first time, but you, you're afraid that somebody's going to ridicule you of it or something like that if it doesn't work out. What, what's, what's the worst that can happen? If you what I think is that they got to do it with enjoyment. And yeah. then once that, once you enjoy what you do, it's, it's not going to be uh, a fear of ridicule. Because, you, like I said, I enjoy comedy. So if somebody snaps on me, I'm not going to get up there and be like, oh, my God, you know, like right. I, I got a funny moment for everything. I could talk about funny moments that I found out of moments that could have went left. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's like this. They 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 Dr. Andre Gaskin of Klein uh, Attraction University. He, he said this once. He said he said the first time you learned how to walk as a as a child, as a toddler. <laughs> You know, you you may have pulled on the pulled up on the furniture. You may have you know got your back. Right. You hold on to something. You pull back up. You did. You know. Well, you fell back down. Yeah. You you may have fallen a little bit. You got. He said, but nobody ridiculed you for that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody go. What are you doing, child? You know what I'm saying? They was all in a maze and they were all with you. And then you may have taken a step or take take another step. And then step by step you started. And he said, look at you. Today, dude, and he said to all of, he said, "Can you walk today? Are you good at walking? Like, is you can do it pretty good, can't you?" Right. Like, but just look where you started from. You know, you right. started from like you know, <laughs> you're saying you're not even a year old, and you started when you started walking. Look where you are now when it comes to walking. <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes right. we don't look at things like that. We look at, oh, this is going to take me so long. Or this is going to, if I go back to school, and get that degree, I'm going to get it's going to take four years. And listen, soul motivators, if it takes four years, so what? If it takes six years, so what? Let me right. tell you something. Can I let y'all all on the secret, soul motivators? If it takes you four years to get that degree, will four years stop if you don't? Or will four years continue on? Right. Regardless if you get the degree or not, you know those four years are gonna continue on. They're not gonna take the years not gonna stop. So oh well, you know, Patty didn't go get her degree, so we're gonna stop right here at two two thousand four. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're gonna still get next year this time. We're gonna be in twenty twenty five. Right, absolutely. That's that's so true. That is so true. Do it now. Do it now. Because again, is 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 it's not like those things that the time is not gonna happen. So whatever time is gonna take, right? Do it while you're here. You know what I'm saying? Do it while you're here. Do it while it's now. 
You know what I'm saying? Life is precious. And you got to look at it like that. Life is precious. And, and you got to look at that life is precious. And you got to take every waking moment as just that. A waking moment. And, 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 and make it special. Make it special for you. You know? And if right, you Because it's never that, too late to enjoy life. Yeah, you know, yeah, never you're that woman that took care of the family all the time, the husband and the kids, and this and that. Right. Now in college, you know, what I'm saying, what is it for you to step out and do something that you really wanted to do? Right. You know what I mean, that what is it going to take? If you that guy that that you know you did you played by the rules all the time, so to speak, and and you know you took care of your family or whatever like that. Now, you know. You thought about well, maybe I wanted to learn how to fly a plane and take some pilot lessons or something like that. Right. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Why not? You know what I'm saying? Do it. Do it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Do it. So just find your thrill. Yes. Yes, uh, perfect. Find your hill. <laughs> Find your blueberry hill. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you because everybody will be sitting around telling some stories that they and you're gonna be sitting there with nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, oh my god, you guys did that? You did that in life? Yes, lady. Yeah. Go get you a piece of that pie. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Just go ahead and go for it. Don't worry about, you know what I'm saying? Don't worry about the naysayers either. Don't never worry about the naysayers. Right. That's, that's, naysayers come around because you have self-doubt. Let me explain that to you. It's the law of attraction. Y'all know about the law of attraction. So naysayers come around because you have some doubt in your mind. Mm-hmm. So if that doubt is in your mind, you're drawing those naysayers to you. Drawing that energy right. Exactly That's where they come from That's where they come from Don't Don't worry about them You 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 brought them in You're the one that attracted them Stop Right it. <laughs> Stop it Yeah So right away Just If you don't know how Learn how There's There's lessons to be taught From every angle You know what I'm saying You could go to University of YouTube And learn how to build a house Right That's true That is so true YouTube YouTube, That is so true So I like that University of YouTube (laughs) That That is so true No seriously Real talk Right Again You know I was Let me tell you something I was accepted When when I graduated from, From Benjamin Franklin High School I was accepted to Clark but it's called Clark Atlanta today. Clark Atlanta. Clark, Clark Atlanta. It was called Clark College at the time. Uh-huh. Mother didn't let me go. She didn't let me go because at the time my cousin had had uh, moved to California, had went to UCLA, and, and, and got killed in the car crash. Oh, okay. And it was a big tragedy in our family. And right, like right. That. And it's got to scare my mother. Got theater, yeah. So I ended up going local. You know what I'm saying? So and I was I was really upset. I went I went local to school. Went to like a two year college with the Interpol Institute and everything because I I was like ah I started to go into the Marines. <laughs> you know what I mean? That right. type of thing. And, and I and I didn't. But I ended up going to Clark College years later. I went back. I was I, online. Two thousand and. Five or something like that and I studied with like my hero 
Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. He wrote the book uh, Think and Grow Rich, a Black Choice. Right. So, and and I end up, you know what I'm saying, and I took his courses online, his business business management courses online and everything. And I didn't meet him at the time. It was just it was an online courses and everything like that. So at, at Clark Atlanta. And when I finally met him, okay, and I told him I was a, a student, I wasn't even a student anymore. And and I told him I was a, a student and I, I went for my for certification in business. It wasn't for a degree uh, course, it was a certification course. And I remember I met him for the first time he was speaking and because he, he had a new book out called The Wealth Choice. By the way, Soul Motivators, those are two great books. Uh, if you want to be an entrepreneur, think about entrepreneurship, those are two great books uh, by Dr. Dennis Kimbrough. Uh, when we talk it was like man this is like of course i felt like i, I know him know him because i was a former student but right. he treated me like that that he treated me like that like i sat in the classroom you right. know what i'm saying like yeah. he taught me like he treated me like i sat in the front row of his class right <laughs> though i was on a monitor back in the day and whatever you know what i mean he treated me like it was just so pleasant it was so great but it, it was like it did so much for me and i was like imagine if i didn't do it you know what i'm saying imagine because right. you know what if because i what i had some doubt and i and, and the one thing the doubt that i had that i had told myself oh taking classes online i don't know about that uh you know that that might be hard i think i need to sit in the classroom and this right is, See, that was just self-doubt that was the doubt talk right you know what i'm saying but yeah. i did it i did it anyway you know you do it out of fear you do it any that's called courage when you do it out mm -hmm. of courage right it's called bravery courage you do it out of fear you do it anyway and right. just amazing you know what I'm saying that was mm -hmm. just so amazing for me you right know, i ended up I, I that's when i hooked up with 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 with, with dr uh, uh george fraser you know what i mean it was like you know what I'm saying but it, it's it was just me working out of my fear and just doing it sometimes you have to you, ju you just have to and and i wrote the facts of life after meeting him in person I wrote right. the life, faith, action, change, truth, and service, and that's why the chat where I put in the the introductory about meeting him is is in the book because that's that gave me the courage to write write my book, write my first book, meet my professor. You get what I'm saying, star? But yes, indeed. To another, and here I am with you know three books and three more on the way. You, you right. get what I'm saying? So it's you. Right. Just, Never All it just takes is that one step of belief. There you go. There you faith, go. And do it. And, and that's and what for everybody. There you go. There you go. Just that simple. But uh DJ Nelson's giving us a wrap-up sign star. And yep. uh, so we're gonna say our affirmation, protection, prayers, and uh and and just and, and be ready for the world out here on this thrilling Thursday, Soul Motivators. All right, we got some homework for you. All right, we want you to, matter of fact, we want you to hit us up and tell us what you, what your true dream is, what you want to yes. do on your bucket list. All right, yes, so you, and, and we're gonna work something out with you. Star myself, we're gonna work something out with you to help you to do all those things. All right, we're gonna lead you to, to we're gonna lead you to where you need to go and make it happen for yourself. All right, soul motivators. So 
hit us up info at morningcoffee.chat info at morningcoffee.chat that's info at morningcoffee.chat talk to us tell us about your dream what's on your bucket list and let's get you going let's get you up get you out yes get you going. yes that's that sounds like a plan. all about yes indeed so let's uh let's take our deep breath and uh say our affirmation protection prayer all right beloved breathe in hold it hold it hold it release extend it extend it extend it breathe in hold it hold it hold it release Extend, extend, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all. Is well. It's Thrilling Thursday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation protection prayer for the day, beloved. You take that no matter where you go today, man. You work through a play on this Thrilling Thursday. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Stop. What you got yes. going on this Thrilling Thursday? I want to tackle that belly dancing. That's the thrill for me now. I done wrote the bull. Now I want to learn how to whine. <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> yeah, we going to do some belly dancing. There you go. I just got to lose weight in my belly. <laughs> hey, it may help. You know what I'm saying? It'll help, help, right? It'll help, help. right? Start wiggling and moving. Hey, man. Them guys will be like, we came for belly dancing. Not stomach dancing. <laughs> oh, you wild girl! You I'll wild. be like, I paid my money, so y'all better watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the lineup. <laughs> oh man, yo, you too much. Let's get hey, out of here. So motivated. We start Nelson. We got two steps to the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. Yo, she's wild, y'all. <laughs> we love y'all. Hey. Soul motivators, hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat.